Welcome to the Business Transition Summit podcast, where we deep dive into the stories and strategies of the renowned speakers that will be featured at the Business Transition Summit. We'll be investigating how you can be a part of the 17% of business owners who successfully navigate their path to a dream exit. So get ready to be inspired, informed, and equipped as we kick off this transformative journey and be sure to attend the Business Transition Summit for exponentially more information. It's time for you to join the 17% Club and make your dream exit a reality. I'm Tom Bronson, President and Founder of Business Transition Summit, and I am a part of the 17% Club myself, and I'm happy to be joined today by Ryan Gardner. He's an attorney and founder of Gardner Firm. Hi, Ryan. It's glad to have you with us. We are excited to be talking with you today and excited to hear about your talk at the Business Transition Summit. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. Glad to be here. Uh, so, uh, we know each other, uh, we've known each other for a number of years, but why don't you just take a second and introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I've got a long winding history, CPA for five years, actually practicing CPA five years, public accounting, uh, doing audit tax returns, three years as a banker, went to law school, picked up a law degree and a master's in tax, um, got out of Baylor Law School um, and went to Fulbright and Jaworski, spent years there, um, got an LLM in tax at night while I was at Fulbright, went to Nelson Mullins for a few years, Haynes and Boone and Lock Lord, and the last, so that was about nine years of the big law firms, the massive boys. The last 12 years I've been on my own doing tax and m &A. Uh Are there any degrees that you're hoping to get next? <laughs> my wife said any more degrees and I'll be single, so... <laughs> I'll yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I think that's important. My wife has a number of degrees herself, and uh, you know, I have a I have an undergrad, but then I I went to the school of hard knocks, like a lot of people did. So, yeah. so everyone who is a who's associated with the Business Transition Summit has a real passion for helping business owners, and I know that you do. So, why are you involved in this effort? So I close, I've probably closed 200 plus deals in my life. Um, 100 to 200 M&A purchases, sales, restructuring businesses, getting them ready for sale, selling. I usually get involved when I get a call that says, hey, I've got an LOI. And I'm like, ugh, because. Wait, wait, already signed LOI? <laughs> already signed LOI. <laughs> and the call, I look at the LOI and it's, a, it's really one and a half pages. And I'm usually representing a seller and I'm like, you know, you've taken your company off the market and you have no clue. You don't have a deal. You have no clue what the deal is. I said, so here's all the issues that we're going to be fighting for. Um, I'm involved in the Business Transition Summit because I think it's a great way for people to come for a day, sit down with experts that deal and, and exit buying companies, selling companies, where else can you sit down with people probably charging 500 a person somewhere in that area and have uh, 50 people there, 100 people there for the price of the summit? I mean, where, where can you do that? I don't know where else you can go find that. So that's why I'm involved. It's an educational way to help that business owner go, oh, this is what I'm facing in the future. Yeah, for most business owners, you know, this is a, 
that business transition is a once in a lifetime deal. Um, and boy, if you got a once in a lifetime deal, boy, you sure need to get it right, right? <laughs> you need to get it right. And you also need to, if you've been doing this for years, which we all have, you know, the beginning, the end, and even afterwards, for example, i got a client right now who's sold her company for 11 X. She's asking me, how do I get out of certain covenants because she doesn't like being an employee and i told her you're not gonna like being an employee yeah. but now she's living it and she goes i really don't like being an employee so yeah. that's after the fact yeah that's uh that by the way is uh sort of a topic that we covered in the in the last week's podcast that uh scott kokenauer who is that fourth quarter coach uh which what happens post-sale Right. And uh and it is really important to do that because a lot of business owners, myself included, I don't like working for somebody else. Um I'm I'm a great CEO. I'm a terrible employee. Uh and I almost blew up our last deal because I told the owner or the the buyer uh that I wasn't coming on with them, uh, that I would do a transition as long as they wanted, but that I would not be a, a permanent fixture uh, at their company. And so it's important for, for folks to think about that stuff in advance. So from your perspective and experience, what do you think are some of the universal challenges that business owners often face when it comes to planning for their business transition, uh, especially from the perspective of, of what you do for a living? So, you know, the CPA, the master's, the LLM, to be blunt, the 10 years I've had, nine, 10 years having my head handed to me from the big law firms, that's... Yeah way more valuable than the see all other fluff. You have to know what a 1060 allocation of the purchase price. You have to know a sale of the stock or a sale of membership interest of a disregarded entity means sale of assets. You have to know how to restructure on day one. Hopefully you have talked to me before you have an LOI so we can do some re-LOI planning. There's tons of tax and business planning ideas. Here's another idea. Um, mostly, most small businesses don't keep inventory. They don't keep inventory because they don't want cost of goods sold to be lowered, which lowers your tax. If you have cost of goods sold, you lower your cost of goods sold, you increase taxes. So bottom line is they don't want to have ending inventory. Well, the problem with that is if you're doing EBITDA times six, you're getting ripped potentially mm -hmm. on the increase in inventory for the year. Mm -hmm. So... All of the accounting and tax and legal that they're going to see, they have no clue. Um, a lot of the CPAs that they're using have no clue. Mm. Um, I'm probably burning some bridges. I'm just speaking it like the truth. Look, not all CPAs are cut from the same cloth. Just like, you, you, and, and I know you would readily agree with this, not all attorneys are cut from the same cloth. Attorneys that don't do M&A transactions just don't speak the right language. Uh, when it comes yeah. to yeah, so when I get involved with a general practitioner in the M and A deal, I tell my clients it's just going to cost more money. Mm -hmm. it, it's just going to cost more money because they're going to run down rabbit holes that mean nothing. Um, I yep. don't know what else to tell them. Yeah, a good M and A attorney should know accounting, tax, and the legal, or should know they have issues and go get those people. So, so from a tax standpoint, what does tax planning specifically uh, have on the business? What impact does tax planning have on a business's ability to properly exit? 
All right, so let's assume you want six million after at closing. You want to walk away with six million dollars. So let's say you're selling it for eight million. Well, we better have most of the gain in that sell allocated to 23% tax rate, not 37% tax, because by definition, you're going to eat up a lot of your net. So in my opinion, prior to an LOI, if I can get with you prior to an LOI and go, if you're doing an asset, you're doing a stock, we're going to find out real quick whether you're doing an asset or stock. You have mm -hmm. contracts that can't be transferred, assigned, we're going to be doing a stock or an ownership. Mm -hmm. Um we got to look at your structure. How can we play with your structure to minimize the tax? How can we set it up? Go, go to the state planning. I'm not an estate planner. Go to the state planning attorney and go, well, do we need some non-voting stock in an escort? Do we need to do some pre-LOI planning that can help lower the tax? That's step one. Step two is assuming we sell this business, what is our drag, our tax drag on this transaction? Do you know from the beginning depreciation recapture, how much is going to ordinary income, how much is going to cap gain? What is the 23.8% tax, maybe 20%? And how much is the 37% tax? How much can we allocate to basis that is not taxable? So you really have to do that analysis on the front end, along with is your structure even ready to sell? And that's tax planning inside mm -hmm. this actual structure. You know, it's funny uh, in talking with business owners, many times, if they really don't know what their business is worth, they many times have an idea of what they would like to sell their business for. And and I tell them that that's a, a backwards approach, that we need to understand what the business is worth first. Uh, and and if they argue on that point, I've actually had one that go, oh, no, 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 I, I'm pretty good with numbers. I know that I need about $5 million. And I said, okay, is that pre-tax or post-tax? Uh, oh, oh, well, I, what do you think the taxes are going to be? Well, <laughs> it depends on a lot of things and you need to be planning for that stuff. You need to be thinking about that stuff. I mean, you think about it, the difference between 23 and 37, 50% different or more than 50%, 60% difference in taxes, right? So the structure does matter. Uh, and so, uh, I love that you educate business owners on that. What advice would you give a business owner who might be listening right now, but is unsure whether or not they should invest in the time and the resources to attend the business transition summit? So I just go down the people that are, I know that are going to be there. Um, your company, mm. I'm assuming, I don't have to assume you transition thousands of companies from one point to the next. Mm. I transitioned thousands of buyers and sellers from one stage to the next. Let's just assume the two of us are the only ones there. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a thousand to 1500 an hour. Mm. Yep. If they talk to us for an hour, it's worth the entire submission. That doesn't include 360 consulting. That doesn't include the financial planners that can go, well, what do you need? Mm -hmm. Have you even thought through what your exit is and what your other end looks like? And we back into what you need. Then they come to you and go, well, how do I go from a company that's worth two to 12 to 15 to 18? Because I know I've got to pay 4 million in tax and I want 11. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, where else can you go for a day and get that expertise? 
I think that is a brilliant and succinct answer. There are a lot of folks, a lot of speakers going to be at this event uh, that uh, that uh, you really can't buy this education somewhere else. And it really truly is an educational event because everybody that we have hand-selected to be a part of this um, uh, group that are that are putting on the Business Transition Summit all universally are very passionate about educating business owners and and teaching them the things that they need to do to be able to to exit their business and achieve that dream exit i think i think that is well put thank you ryan really appreciate you coming and joining us today look forward to your talk at the business transition summit thank you tom so you heard it here first friends get your ticket to the Business Transition Summit at businesstransitionssummit.com and take the necessary steps to achieving your dream exit. It's time for you to join the 17% Club and make your dream exit a reality. And don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to gain invaluable insights, connect with industry experts, and discover the strategies that can transform your business. Tickets are limited, so act fast and reserve your ticket today. Uh, at the at the time this is posted, we are still on early bird pricing, which is available only to the end of February. So. Thank you to our listeners for joining us today uh, for this episode of the Business Transitions Summit podcast. Uh, I'm glad that you were here, and I hope that you found it informative and entertaining. But you don't want to miss any future episodes. So hit that subscribe button where you found this podcast. And while you're there, do us a favor and rate this episode uh, and leave a review. It always helps us to better deliver information and reach more business owners. We look forward to sharing more information with you on how to achieve your dream exit. But for now, go check out the businesstransitionsummit.com website and learn more about dream exits. We look forward to seeing you at the Business Transition Summit on May 7th in Westlake, Texas. The Business Transition Summit is an opportunity for you to educate yourself, empower your business, and execute relentlessly on your exit strategy. Have you heard this stat before? 83% of business owners fail to successfully transition their business. That means that only 17% ever reach their dream exit from their business. Business owners, we don't want that to be you. We want you at the Business Transition Summit to kickstart or continue your dream exit journey. Join us for an unforgettable experience where industry titans, successful entrepreneurs, and top experts converge to share their wisdom, strategies, and secrets to success on exit strategy. Block your whole day on May 7th, 2024. Get your tickets, transform your business and life forever. Visit businesstransitionsummit.com for more information.